0: All right, so then uh, the main reason why we got Paul here tonight, though, is untold. (laughs) The
1: untold reason, yes. In a world where you only have trailers and posters to judge a movie, Jim and Ted strike out to answer the age-old question, will you see it?
0: Ted Willett, it is episode 171, and we have a very special guest, a friend and longtime fan of the show, Paul Pasternak. Paul, what's up, man?
2: Welcome, Paul. Nothing much. Longtime listener, first time caller. Feeling good. (laughs) Feeling good. How are you guys doing? Oh, fantastic tonight.
1: Thirsty.
0: (laughs) Longtime listener, I'm sure you're well aware that we drink a beer as we open the show we kind of give a few tasting notes and then we'll jump into, you know, getting the hard stuff out of the way, like a little bit about yourself, some of your background <laughs> and maybe a fun factor too. Oh, awesome. So we'll let the, uh, we'll let the guest go first. So what are you drinking tonight?
2: Oh, so I'm drinking, uh, I found this at the local market right down my street. It's a stone brew. Okay. And nice. I thought it was quite unique. It has, um, there's a little story behind it. Of how it's a there's a sign, a three by three meter square sign in the brewery in Richmond, Virginia, with only three words. So in honor of Ted Trailer, I decided to get this beer for his three word reviews. <laughs> <laughs> that he used to <laughs> pull in the earlier shows, so um, <laughs> wow, yeah, long time, to you, list sir. <laughs> Thank you. The three words on it are fear, movie, and lions. Okay. So awesome don't know what that F-M-L. means but... <laughs> yeah. F-M-L. yeah so
0: man he's pulling <laughs> uh he's pulled some trailer junkie cred right here man <laughs> <laughs> Nice. i nice. know uh, that's
1: year one man that's wonderful <laughs> De- as, he, as he
0: decants ted what are you drinking
1: all right. Well, as you know, we do the show. We get we go get show beers. Um, this is the last of my batch of show beers this time. Okay. Uh, it is a fifty imperial sweet stout from Kern River Brewing. We all know Kern River from you know many many popular beers, and it's called Wild and Scenic.
0: Wild and Scenic.
1: So I don't know what I don't know what sweet stout is, but we. You we think
0: shall it's a see. wild ale, maybe?
1: I don't know. Yeah,
0: and uh, while you're getting yours all set up, I have dragon's yeah. milk. What do you got? A uh, bourbon barrel aged oh, stout from dragons New Island. Holland Brewery in New Holland, Michigan. You guys can
2: see that there. Whoa, that's a cool label too. All
0: right, and you know, I was I was concerned, so I was prepared for a dick measuring contest tonight, and I got an eleven <laughs> percent.
1: <laughs> oh, nice. I think you won. Let's see what I got here. 10 cents in California. No, that's different. <laughs> 10.5. Oh,
0: oh, I eked them out by Ooh. a half. Come I, on. I eked them out by <laughs> a half.
1: That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I, and the sweetness part it says made with local desert wildflower honey. So there you go, off the Kern River.
0: Oh yeah, and this is uh, bottle fermented. You can see the trube on the bottom there. So very cool. Oh nice.
1: Well, cheers, Ooh. gentlemen. Yeah, cheers.
2: cheers. And mine's a mine's a double IPA, only eight point oh, five percent.
0: eight point five still still <laughs> worthy of a of a of a beer. Oh my goodness, this is amazing. So give us a tasting note or two, Paul. Um
2: yeah, not too heavy, pretty smooth for a double IPA really delicious.
0: Is it a hazy or
2: No, it's not a hazy.
0: Okay. I think I've had that one before. It's
2: unfiltered. Yeah, it's really good.
0: Yeah, very cool. And Ted, how about you?
1: Mine is definitely uh you know, as as you may know, my favorite part, my favorite word to use when I like a beer is balanced. So it balances the the sourness of uh of of the stout, which can sometimes be a little sour, bitter, with the sweetness of that honey, wildflower honey. So the wildflower honey is a nice taste. I I'm not used to honey in my stouts.
0: So it's uh, a little meatish, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think as as it as it warms over the evening with my air conditioner not on, I think it will become more. <laughs> is mead-ish. it hot there? It was hot. I had the AC running uh right before this so hopefully it won't be too hot but
0: you get it down to refrigerator temps so by the time the show's over it gets
1: <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's fine
0: yeah and mine i i think you took the words out of my mouth i would say balanced as well i was a bit concerned it was going to be a little bit too boozy at 11 percent, but it's actually a lot more chocolatey mm. uh you do you do get a little bit of that alcohol vapor on the back end of it but yeah it's it has that chocolate like a chocolatey smooth texture to it and flavor and it's creamy and oh it's so good it's so good. Well, gentlemen, excellent. So Paul, give us a little background, a little history about yourself, maybe a fun fact or two. Yes, sir. You know, you're a new dad and all that, so, you know.
2: Oh, congrats. Well, wow, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, um born and raised Hartford, Connecticut. I was actually uh from Old Weatherfield, Connecticut. We call O Dub. <laughs> Which is a town right south of, of Harford. Uh grew up with the Harford Whalers playing street hockey, but mostly I played mostly basketball, but um husband, yeah, father, um, lovely wife Susie. And I have a five month old baby, Delilah, and uh a husky. Five months, man. You're like you're like just entering
0: the, the fun stages.
2: Yeah, she's yeah, <laughs> she's laughing. Once they start getting away from you, that's it. Game on. Oh, uh, yeah. She had a funny moment today she was uh laughing at the at the dog she just kept on she thought whatever the dog did was hilarious so <laughs> the fun times of, of child rearing when when they're still stable
0: and stationary
1: <laughs> once they start running man and they can't and they can't talk back to you you know what i mean yeah and, and
0: the funny <laughs> thing is though we are at three different phases of of child rearing uh. Yes. Ted's in the teenage years. I'm in the elementary mm. school years, and Paul's just starting out. So
1: the newborns
2: just starting. Yeah. Um. Fun fact. I play. I play lawn ball. I actually got a big tournament tomorrow for the Santa Barbara Lawn Bowl Club.
0: Wait. What's lawn ball?
1: Oh.
2: Lawn ball. You think of uh, kind of like bocce, where you gotta nice. roll a ball. Uh what we call a bull, close to the Jack, but one side of the bull is has a bias, so they all curve., do oh. you have to wear white pants and since it's a tournament, yeah, but <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it's it's leisure during the week. Yeah, it's we go all out. We go all out. It's great. The people are great. That's amazing.
0: Hey, so wait, you get dressed up in like white pants and like, did you? Have, do they offer a uniform, or do you go out and buy this stuff, or how do you, how does that come about?
2: Yeah, you could you you could go out and buy. Um, I just got hand me downs uh, from someone. Just just uh, just left them, so they end up fitting. And
0: and is this like a groomed? like a perfectly groomed patch of grass, almost like a, a, a green on a, on a golf course.
2: Yeah. Right. The putting green It's just like a pretty close to a putting green. Really, really close. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. How how did you get into this? It's it's I love, I love bocce. So I, Oh, I'm, you would I'm, love this I'm, Ted. I'm, I'm, it, I'm, yeah.
2: Yeah. If you ever come down, I'll <laughs> definitely take you. Um, Honestly, it was right down the street from me, like four blocks from my house, and um, went to an open house one day, bowled a few, and been bowling since. I
1: I will definitely take you up on that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, that sounds amazing, man. I never knew there was a thing lawn bowling.
2: You got to check it out. And is it like
0: knocking pins down and all that stuff?
2: No, you're going like. No, it's other balls. Yeah, like bocce, you're going after a jack. Oh, okay. Closest to the jack. Um, you get those get those points. And tomorrow I'm playing in a singles tournament. So usually you play with um, with three people, uh, two other people on your team. Yeah. Um, you have one that's a skip, another one a vice, and then you have a lead.
1: But tomorrow you're doing solo. You're doing it solo tomorrow.
2: Yeah, I was doing singles. Wow. A mano y mano tournament. Ten dollars. <laughs> Put ten dollars in. Okay, that's what I
0: was going to ask. If there was a buy-in. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah for this tournament yeah
0: yeah very cool
1: we we should start a fantasy lawn ball lawn ball thing where <laughs> i'm gonna draft we get paul on our team <laughs> i
0: got some oh look at this guy underwear. he has that he has awards that. trophies <laughs> and ribbons and stuff yeah that's <laughs> amazing <laughs> medals and everything oh my god that's amazing right right
1: next to your tangine. what is that you got a tangine? yeah, up yeah
0: exactly
2: <laughs>
1: The heck's a tangine? It's a Moroccan cooking dish that he has nicely. It's a. It's it's. It's also a piece of art. So that's why you'd put it on a on a on a. Man, bookcase, I'm out of my know, league a-
2: here. <laughs> You guys know all this, all this cooking. <laughs> stuff. Yeah, my wife's. Uh, she's a dietitian, registered dietitian. So,
1: oh, that's awesome.
2: Yeah, she knows how to cook a lot of different foods, and that's really a healthy way to cook food.
1: No, it's awesome. Yeah,
2: great.
0: So, is it for like stir frying all that?
2: Is that kind of how it operates? It's more like steaming. It's like a baking or steaming
1: baking. Yeah, and it and it funnels all the heat to the top. And there's a really small, is it a chimney? Is it out? There's a little yeah. outlet at the top. So a little bit of steam can come out, but it, the heat recirculates through.
0: And you could do everything from obviously vegetables, stuff, but you could do meats and things in there. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. The meats, the meats get tender. It's almost like uh, you know, it's a, because the heat. Conv- it makes a convection inside of it.
0: Gotcha. And you do it on the stove, I'm assuming.
1: You do it in the oven or wherever.
0: Okay. Yeah. I should look into that. And it's called a what? It's- Tangine. 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 Or, I can, <laughs> or I can listen back during editing and I'll figure out what it's called.
1: <laughs> All right. Very
0: cool. So we have two trailers we're going to talk about before we get into some other things. We have a bit of an Apple TV Plus theme tonight. Uh, the Tragedy of Macbeth. So that's in theaters on December 25th, Christmas Day. And then it looks like a month later, on uh, January 24th, it comes to streaming on Apple TV. Apple TV Plus.
1: Apple TV Plus. Come on don't steal the plus from them.
0: Yeah, so they give it a month in the theater.
1: I think that's that we're headed to the new the new normal of 4 weeks in the theaters if you give if you get a theatrical window, that's going to be your new theatrical window.
0: So, was this the death to uh Blu-ray and CDs, you think? I mean, I'm sorry, DVDs and everything? <laughs> DVDs. Yeah, come on. I mean, I mean, I don't know anybody who does that anymore, but I do, but <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're back to DVD.com?
1: <laughs> oh, 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 no, no. I have my 400. I have my f- collection of four 400 DVDs.
0: Right. Those were when they were released, though.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I have a 15-year-old daughter who I need to show her the ways of Fight Club and Goodfellas and <laughs> you know, Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. You've got to bring her up right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That is true.
1: When you look at
0: at uh like the DVDs and you're not watching VHS with her,
1: no. Oh, although although when they do go over to Frank and Barbara's, they watch uh, Five O Goes West on DVD. I mean, on on uh, on VHS.
0: On VHS, yeah, I know what you meant. Yes. So are are they just are your kids just like blown away by like that older technology, or or are they pretty sensitized to it?
1: They like it, you know. They like the kitschiness of it. It feels old school to them you know i have an old sony five disc changer so it, it you know it, it's a whole thing it comes out and it spins around and then and you're like you drop the disc in there and they're like "Ooh, we're gonna watch a movie <laughs> better like. than laser disc we have to like flip it you know halfway through the movie
2: yeah
0: <laughs> paul do you have a blu-ray or dvd in your house
2: i do not and i can't remember last time i put a dvd I, yeah i can't remember a modern man and even computers, they don't even have that option anymore. Like
1: I know, they don't even have the slot drive anymore. No, I do
0: have a Blu-ray, and we'll watch discs once in a while. My kids sometimes ask for like something on, on like a Blu-ray disc or whatever, and I'm like, ah, search Roku, you'll probably find it. And sure enough, they're like, Charlie, <laughs> Charlie fast Brown's so Halloween, or Char- Charlie Brown's <laughs> Pumpkin, or whatever it's called. And there it is, and they don't have to watch it on the DVD anymore. It's just they're streaming. So we talked about the tragedy of Macbeth with my cousin Frank. And Ted, you said this was episode 144 when we talked?
1: Yeah, 1 144. It was the three of us. We were actually talking about um the little things, which was the uh other Denzel Washington movie where he's a, you know, a, a discredited cop who's now a sheriff in a small town but he's trying to Yes, come back to the big town to solve the Jared Leto uh, mur- not murder of Jared Leto, but you know, <laughs> prime suspect Jared Leto, who's the prime suspect in everything because he looks pretty sketchy, right? Right, uh, <laughs> and yeah, I think Frank was like, this was shot in the mid COVID times, you know, it's like masks on except for the actors, everybody's doing their best to just get rapid tests all the time and stuff. So, um, but yeah, I mean, this looks amazing. What do, you, what do you guys think? It, it looks like it was shot on 16 millimeter. It looks super like old school, black and white.
0: I love the aesthetic of it. I mean, it looks amazing.
1: The The aesthetic's beautiful. Jim and I are not black and white fans, but I was I was taken aback by the whole thing. And, you know, it's a bit of a teaser trailer, so we don't really have a lot to go on. But you know the story of Macbeth, you know, and if you don't...
0: I Actually, I don't know the
1: story of Macbeth. I, I don't know. <laughs> 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 uh. All right, well, if you're married to my wife, you would. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. she's She's a big Shakespeare fan, so you know I have to hear a lot of that.
0: Well, and Ted, I have to correct you there, though. I am a black and white fan. Oh, you are? I'm not a subtitle
2: fan. Oh, subtitle, subtitle. Oh, I'm totally subtitle.
0: You what?
2: You like subtitles? Oh, for sure. So you're a foreign film guy? Oh, to watch something. Oh no, I watch subtitles in English. Doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, I do that. Oh, okay. I'm um, I'm I'm subtitle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: Ted Lasso. I can't understand anybody. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand Arkansas, <laughs> uh,
1: Arkansonian, and I don't understand British. So you got you guys are all younger than me. I'm like, turn this off. I do not want to read my television. <laughs> <you know? laughs>
0: No, I think that's what happens when uh, you get older than you, right? So, although I know Paul's the the youngling in this in this group tonight,
1: <laughs> I think I think there's a middle ground where you don't you you are old and cranky and just don't and don't want to admit that you want to read it. You just want to try to hear it and struggle.
0: No, I think I think what it is though. There are just some accents I can't track with. So, And like mm. like there's some British accents. At like if you think about a Game of Thrones, for example, or not a Game of Thrones, but Game of Thrones. If you think about Game of Thrones, for example, yeah. those accents are very homogenized British accents that I think are, are crafted or developed so people everywhere hear this like generic british accent and then when you watch ted lasso you could pick out regions of england and scotland where these people are from right and try and trying to keep track of how this one says a word and then this other guy over here says the same word but differently and then some woman on the show says the same word again but it's different again And I'm like, I need subtitles, man.
1: Well, even and even over where Paul was from, like I went to UMass Amherst, Paul, so I know that area a little bit.
2: Oh, did ya? And I had, <laughs> Think of enemy? yeah. I had pick a in enemy. Yeah, went went down to
1: the went went to the pack, packy, yeah. picked up my my case of Ed Koch Golden Anniversary, you know, every every weekend. Uh, but I had a roommate that was from where was he from? He was from an, another a rough part of. Boston suburbs. And then I had another roommate that was from Fairfield, Connecticut. And they all had that New Englandish accent, but it wasn't a, it, they were neither of them were Boston, you know, they weren't the Boston typical accent but it was he was more like a new york accent because of where
2: yeah closer to new york yeah fairfield he
1: was Fal- falmouth Fal- falmouth fair you know falmouth and then fairfield and and there are, you know and there's so many even inside boston the southeast from the other you know the other parts of boston and stuff so that whole new england place is is fascinating because because it feels so like from the old country you know you come you establish yourself and then you you make dialects The same way they did in England, you know,
0: a Chicago accent, a New York accent, Boston. I mean, you know, some of the big ones. But, Ted, you being from D.C., is there a D.C. accent? I don't think I've ever heard a D.C. accent.
1: (laughs) No, no, we're too we're too much of of a pit stop for other people that we're just like. No accent. And I, you know, and we make fun of Audrey, but I love her Valley girl accent. It's amazing, mother. So. <laughs> Just the rolling. And she's actually done like, because we talk about it and we poke fun and she drags it at drags it out. She's actually like studied up on it a little bit. And it is fascinating way. The way that words get letters get gobbled up and, and they become part of the, the pattern of speech that shows aristocracy and shows different, you know, different things. And you, you kind of swallow Rs to, to show that you're from a certain cl- level or class and it's, it's
2: fascinating.
0: And Paul, you're from uh, the Hartford area, but Susie, where where, where is she originally from?
2: Antioch, California.
0: Oh, okay. So a little bit up north then.
2: Yeah, up in the Bay, the Delta.
0: Yeah, up in the Bay area. Gotcha. How did you guys meet then?
2: Uh, I did AmeriCorps up in the Bay. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And I work for a place called Playworks, and what we did was bring uh, pretty much reorganized the recess, made it more fun, more games, had the kids more occupied with um, exercise. And then Susie came in with, uh, she's a dietitian, so she brought in the nutrition. And so we teamed up together and been like that ever since. The rest is history. The rest is history. <laughs> and now it's Lawn Bowl and Cheechkies or whatever that thing's called. And,
1: ba- and, baby, and Delilah. baby Delilah. Yeah. Yeah. T- Tangine, come on, Tangine. Tangine,
2: there you go. Another reason to have <laughs> subtitles. So there's a baby, there's a dog barking. <laughs> I don't have to say, what did they say? Yeah.
0: So we're treated to another one of Trailer Junkie podcast favorites, A24, along with uh, Joel Cohen, who's directed this, and I think he wrote the screenplay and so on. Denzel Washington, of course.
1: Joel and Ethan, yeah.
0: I don't know, is Ethan about this? He, I, I didn't see him in the credits anywhere.
1: Oh, is he not in there? I, I just assume they're together.
0: I don't think so. I think this is a Joel only.
1: All right, all right, all right. we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see. I know, uh, Francis Mc McDormand, McDormand is in it.
0: Well, she has to be.
1: <laughs> she legally is contractually obligated to be in everything, Joel and or Keith and do <laughs>
0: because she's married to him.
1: <laughs> Which one's she married to?
0: Oh, now you're gonna quiz me. <sighs> <laughs> One of the Coens
1: <laughs> One probably of the Coens. Joel. Isn't I don't know. Awful? I guess we
0: could look it up.
1: <laughs> but yeah, no, they're they're going to have their their cast of normal characters, right? Like you think you would. I I would love to see how Joel and Ethan Cohen attack Shakespeare. You know, what do what do you think, Paul?
2: I mean, the, this movie hits like a lot of things. The Cohen, the style looks amazing. You got Denzel. Mm-hmm. I mean, perfect. <laughs> the music, the beat, the trailer—like gets you hooked. But then it's Shakespeare dialogue, and I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out <laughs> No idea.
1: Well, you're you're not out. You're just waiting it, waiting for it to come on to the Apple TV Plus. So then you can turn on your dialogue, turn on your captioning, and then maybe they'll have even translation. Oh, yes, from Shakespeare yes. To English.
2: Yeah, so please guide me <laughs> through this.
1: Can I get the Cliff's note? Can I get Cliff notes, uh, lower thirds, please?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's rated R with violence. So is is Macbeth a violent? Oh yeah, it's a blood. It's a bloodbath. It's a bloodbath. Okay, so what's the story?
1: Anne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Anne's not here to do it. Do it any justice. Um, it is. It is a tragedy, as the <laughs> title implies. Um, it's. It is about. Uh, generally speaking, it's about hubris. And about the want, the desire to uh, aspire to higher uh, nobility, and Lady Macbeth is is the one who is pulling all the strings behind the behind it, but she's also pushing mm. her husband to do things. But she's the one actually mur- doing the murder and and making him do all the things. So it's that that's the thing. It's it is about a I think it's about a the best dysfunctional power couple. Mm. The original dysfunctional power couple. Interesting.
0: Who's doing the VO? Is that Francis McDormand?
1: I don't know. I think so. I thought so.
0: You know, talking about like pricking her thumbs or whatever it is. Yeah. I played it a few times listening and I'm like, I don't know who's doing the VO of that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Everything seems modulated, right? Like the video looks like treated and, 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 and... Oh, it totally
0: is. Yeah.
1: Stylized in the audio too, so... Everything's everything's plussed out.
0: So here's a question about that, though. So you said 16 millimeter it's filmed in, or at least it appears that. Do you think they shot it digital with that kind of filter overlay or do you think they're actually shooting film?
1: I think, you know, it's a 50 50 shot with Joel and Ethan Cohen. You know, I think they could they could just say, let's do it old school. Let's, you know, get all the equipment out and and just shoot it the way we used to shoot movies with film.
0: I mean, auteurs could get away with that. Yeah,
1: yeah. So they could get away with it, or they could also just say like, "Hey, it's COVID time. We gotta, we gotta run and gun, and let's crank it out. We'll just, we'll do it in post." Exactly. I mean, and and I think the funny thing is like when you're when you don't have the budget, then you just don't say you you don't use that. We'll do it in post because post is very expensive.
0: So you're saying they had the budget.
1: They had the budget, and they also have the. The autourness and the quirkiness to to do it practically, you know, with with film cameras. So I'll, I'll be interested to see which, which they did,
0: or maybe they did a little bit of both. Uh, maybe you know, they did the main shooting in film, and then they did retakes and whatever you call. It. You know what they're called. You went to film school, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What do you think, Paul? Are you would you watch a movie like this? Are you into this kind of stuff, or are you out of this one?
2: Uh. I don't. I mean, I'm a Cohen Brothers fan. I definitely won't go to the movies for it. Uh, I, I might sit down and watch it. You know, this might make a lot of. I actually, they can't show it in school, huh? Rated R. I was thinking this could be like a thing at school where they keep playing this because I know kids learn Shakespeare. So
1: you know, Shakespeare's taught a lot in school, but it's really. Kind of crude, and you know, I mean, you think about Romeo and Juliet, and it's like they're not role models. Oh, totally. (laughs) Yeah, they're punks, and they fight, and then they, you know, get in fights. They kill each other in fights, and then they have this weird lover pact, and they have a fake suicide and a real suicide, and then another real suicide. You know what I mean? It's like some of the worst stuff, and they and everybody loves doing it in high school. You know, it's like.
0: It's right in the wheelhouse of a high school kid. (laughs) Teen angst. That's what it's about, right? Teen angst.
1: Could you imagine if Romeo and Juliet had the... What is it called? The challenge? What's this challenge? The, uh.
0: Oh, the deviant licks. Oh my goodness. <laughs> the deviant licks
1: challenge. <laughs> Mercurio, I would stab you for deviant licks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm going to
0: steal your.
2: Disposable soap from the bathroom.
0: <laughs> what do they, no. What do they call the toilet
2: back in the day? Like I'm going to steal, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> steal your bed pan. Your <laughs> bed pan. your
0: Yeah. Yeah, I you know I I agree. I don't think I would go to the theaters for this. Uh, I I want to watch it. I'm a I'm a, a Coen Brothers fan. I'm an A24 fan. Uh, I like Denzel Washington. I'm a Denzel Washington fan. Uh, but I think this might have to be a, a watch or a home viewing for probably a few reasons. I might have to rewind a few times to figure out what the heck's going on. <laughs> At the theater, I'm totally lost. You know.
2: Get a Shakespeare interpreter, right.
0: <laughs> oh. And I mean, I'm assuming they're going to talk in like that language, that old King's language type stuff.
1: Yeah, it seemed like they would. I mean, they they were definitely quoting it in the trailer. So I think right. I think that is the the lack of bait and switch, you know, like like Paul said, you know, he heard the the old the dialogue, and he was out. And it's almost like Joel and Ethan Cohen don't want. People that to be tricked, you know what I mean? The worst thing is, you would expect like a campy Joel and Ethan Cohen kind of take on something. And if they're doing a straight shot, then it's what better way than just hit you with some straight Shakespearean dialogue, you know?
0: Could you imagine having William Shakespeare in your English class? <laughs> like, what do you teach? It what wasn't even teach? written yet. <laughs> I'm all out of ideas. No, I don't even mean that. Like, if you're going to teach you know, like Shakespeare English in an English class, he didn't even write it yet, so there's nothing to teach. All right, man, let's move on to Fink, colon, Castaway 2. No, you said it wrong again. Oh, I said it wrong. All right, let's move on to Finch, colon, Castaway 2. Castaway Castaway 2, I love it
2: Oh man So Paul, what do you think of uh, of Finch? I I started, when I watched it I started writing down like, okay, this is like The Martian, this is like Castaway This is like I Am Legend (laughs) Short Circuit, (laughs) Twister like <laughs> this guy's nailing I'm it. Like, it it's, it's, I'm
1: just going to put Ted out of a job. <laughs> uh, oh, I'll, I'll save you with one chappy. Ch- chappy.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah Wally, like uh,
1: <laughs> Wally, chap Wally. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, Say rights itself. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it totally does. I don't know, it's just a fun movie. Obviously. I think Tom Hanks was like, Put me in a movie. Nobody else in it. COVID. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Minimal dialogue. I can do this. (laughs) Well, and what I like about Castaway 2, it is kind of, well, that's not the title, of course. We're making that up. But right. when I say Castaway 2, it is kind of a double entendre because you're taking Wilson, the volleyball, and you're adding two, the robot and the dog. So it's Castaway <laughs> 2, as in like two and like. Kind of two, you know, right?
1: Or and also, do we need? An, do we need more than uh, Tom Hanks? No, you can throw the rest of the cast away.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs> and this guy is bringing it all. <laughs> oh man, we need a soundboard. We need a soundboard.
1: A <laughs> <laughs> little, little, little uh, rim shot oh, or something there.
0: You know what I love about this, though? I mean, we're into like developing AI, I mean, it's like this unsolvable decades-long problem. <laughs> I mean, he's by himself, like, I don't know, a few weeks or whatever, and he just slaps together some robot that can learn. It's speaking <laughs> English. It's talking dog. talking dog. I mean, like, it drives. <laughs> yeah, dog. I, I mean, this, this, like, I, I, how does this happen? It doesn't even make sense.
2: I hate to nitpick, but talking dog, like, you can't... <laughs> how do you... You're not learning to talk dog. <laughs> I on. mean, That's come it. on, say
1: no. You you could, you can. I mean, we all we've all seen Up. We know that dogs, you know, <laughs> dogs can have collars that translate their barks. So we know this is possible. The technology's out there. Disney and Pixar invented it, and Apple's copying it. That's what they do. I oh, it. I got you. Boy, I got
2: you. <laughs> <laughs> Did Tom Hanks have an accent? did he have an accent in this or he has a i didn't notice one oh, He sounds a little different you you feel like he does maybe he's trying to talk like he's older i don't know i thought he was a.
1: or maybe he's just older and he's just slowing down he's going into his clint clint eastwood phase where he's, <laughs> he's just... clint eastwood <laughs> phase he just shows up and he's like give me the lines for today please <laughs> <laughs> I'll learn them in the trailer. Call me when your lighting's done. And he doesn't even learn
0: them. <laughs> he just looks at it.
1: He just looks at it. There's
0: like a teleprompter way out on the other side of the camera. You know,
1: wherever he, wherever he's, he's like looking. I I don't need that. I don't need that. There's no other actors here. I can say whatever I want to say and people are going to watch this. Yeah, he's know? like
0: ad-libbing it. <laughs> Oh, man. I know. This thing, like, yeah, there's nobody to go against. <laughs> and whatever he says in post, they're just doing VO on the robot because there's no
1: mouth to even. Right. S- no mouth on the You don't the have robot. to no, sink yeah. it. No lips. Whatever yeah. Tom Hanks
0: says, just answer him. Yeah. <laughs> it's all done in post. <laughs> just, he's like half senile. Just let him go. He doesn't
2: even know he's by himself. <laughs> oh man this thing writes itself i swear (laughs) well i gotta admit the one thing the one good thing it did was kept me intrigued about people in the shadows who are these people in the shadows you know okay yes i would agree with that makes me want to watch it or go see it cool
0: well it is streaming do you have apple tv plus paul I do not. I bought an iPad a couple months ago and we get a year with that Apple TV. But, you know, I didn't realize the value. I mean, and I'm not advertising for them. I don't, you know, but I'm just
1: saying. <laughs> Although if if Apple, if Apple <laughs> would like to send us a couple of iPads, the wife will not let me buy an iPad. I saw Jimmy's iPad in that cool little like keyboard, keyboard standing that he's got. And I'm like, oh my God, it's like a it's like a laptop that you can like touch screen laptop. Oh, it's amazing. And and then I was like, and I was gonna get the bigger one than yours, bigger than yours. And I put it all in the cart and I said, Baby, look, I could I could have this. I don't have a laptop. I only have the work laptop. She goes, No, you're not buying that.
0: Like, <laughs> <"Fuck."> and Ted <laughs> you want like a free iPad. I mean I'd be happy with five ninety nine a month. Yeah. <laughs>
1: At least, at least, give Paul a little subscription yeah. so he can watch some of these great shows like Ted Lasso and stuff,
2: please. Apple TV.
0: But literally, though, for five ninety nine a month, I mean, that's well worth it. I mean, I don't, you know, if you're looking at fifteen dollars like HBO Max or something, I, I would probably balk at that for what Apple TV Plus is. But for six bucks, I mean, it's a no brainer. I mean, the 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 content right. is awesome, and I mean, so okay, we did Greyhound a while back. And now we have this movie. Okay. Do you think Tom Hanks is signing exclusives with Apple, Apple in some regard? Or how is this stuff
1: coming down? So it feels like at the beginning of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, as you know, we yes. like to talk about a lot here. Um, at the beginning of Marvel Cinematic Universe, fans. it was all about the this, this six picture deal. So most of the main characters, Thor, Captain America, Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr., you know, Chris uh, Hemsworth. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Chris Evans, they all signed six picture deals. Okay. So that was the deal. They would be in six movies. Some of them would be their movies. Some of them would be ensemble movies. Sometimes cameos, would, you know, be in a, yeah. in another cameo in another movie, but it was a six picture deal. So you sign up for student to do six pictures. You can't, you can't do like the old Hollywood system where they have exclusive deals, but you can sign them to a six picture deal and say over the next five years, we want you in six pictures and and Netflix started to do that with their creators and their actors and all these different things so a lot of a lot of showrunners and things had six series deals, six picture deals, six creative pieces at a time. And now it feels like this is just the standard. Like when you sign when you have a big name and you want to sign them up for something, don't sign them up for one thing. It's a lot of work to get them to the table to make a an arrangement to come on board, to do a Greyhound or something like that. And if you're signing up for a Greyhound, you're signing up Tom Hanks. Like wh- why would you want him in one thing when you can get him in six things, you know, get him in six things over the next 10 years, instead of trying to sign him up for one thing. And then, Oh, now we're going to come back to the table and make another arrangement to do another thing. Just, just throw him a big bucket of money. You were going to throw in the bucket of money any, anyway, and sign him to a six-picture deal.
2: I feel like Adam Sandler started this, right? Like Adam Sandler.
1: Exactly. Adam Sandler's definitely in the Netflix six-picture
2: deal. Yeah, with the Netflix. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, they, there's a lot of big-name six-picture deals. And I think that's what he's in. And it, it maybe with Apple TV+, Plus, it's a little more quiet. But I feel like we're going to see a few more movies with them on Apple TV plus.
0: I mean, it seems like a good business model. It's a way to rope in somebody to see, you you know, you have quality acting chops for a number of movies that, your platform subscribers can count on.
1: And then, you know, you pay your lawyers and your agents and all those people, Mm -hmm. you pay them once (laughs) instead of paying them six times, you know, I'm sure they get a, they get a bigger paycheck, but it's just like, it's just one time deal. You know what you're, you're set up for like a decade, you know?
0: Right, right. All right, gentlemen, so let's jump into what we're watching, <laughs> and one of the things that Paul talked about was what intrigues him about Finch is those who hide in the shadows, Uh and me and Clarissa are all caught up on what we do in the shadows.
1: <laughs> oh, nice, nice. I'll have to say third, third
0: season. Uh-huh. The junior season, by far, best season yet. No way! Oh, no it way. is! It is amazing! It is amazing. <laughs> they have these like <laughs> internal conflicts with the vampire council, and these external <laughs> conflicts with this werewolf clan. <laughs> oh, awesome! But then, you know, they're going to like Atlantic City, and I mean, like, and and mayhem ensues. I mean, it's just amazing. <laughs> So yeah, uh, it is it is a wonderfully uh a well-crafted Tycho Watiti uh written, directed uh, season and I know there's another guy in there but yeah you know but no it's 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 fantastic it is fantastic
1: highly recommend i'm a big fan i have not seen the last season though so i will check that out
0: yeah highly recommend the 3rd season it is it is very good
1: and that's on hulu
0: on hulu
2: right on hulu
1: paul do you have hulu
2: i definitely have hulu and paul what are you watching these days the last thing i watched which was really cool was the ultimate surfer ultimate surfer that
0: sounds like a documentary
2: no it's it's actually a competition It's real um, reality TV, but um, it's none of the shenanigans as, you know, the other reality TV. It's like these actual surfers who are trying to, like, get a deal, get $100,000 and get on this uh, world surfing championship.
0: Is it like North Shore of Hawaii or something?
2: Are they trying to shoot the pier? No, Kelly Slater created this surf ranch out in the middle of, like, California and what it is like he created this huge pool that has awesome. like this seems like like the, this train that goes on the one side and creates these waves and so they had just this continual competition these surfers learn new tricks and
0: oh they're not even in the ocean
2: no they're at the surf ranch it's totally man-made uh, so it's like <laughs> <the> same wave <laughs> uh, but they get to surf at night and they had all these different competitions and
1: oh my god my,
2: uh, my wife Susie is, is a surfer so that's oh. just something that we just look forward to and watch that was the last thing i watched
0: what platform or what what is
2: it on it was on hulu you can get it on hulu yeah okay
1: nice how does how long has Susie been surfing she's been surfing her whole life like
2: since her college yeah, she went to slow. What's what's slow? I went slow. San Luis Obispo. Uh, so San Luis Obispo. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Kel <laughs> <Sorry>. Poly. <Yeah. laughs> but don't don't have her teach you to surf. <laughs> don't, don't let her. Don't let her teach you. <laughs> you were not a fan of <laughs> I learning. I almost died a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I can't surf. <laughs>
1: well, I think that's probably you know like. Being married to her and learning to serve. You can't do both. Maybe she's better teacher than people that are Exactly you know,
0: her husband. (laughs) Exactly. You have to be one removed at least. I
1: would not learn anything from Anne and Anne would not want to learn (laughs) anything from me. So I will say that, you know, like I, I there's something very intriguing about these man-made waves. Like, you know, as as a novice, you know, trying to paddleboard and surf in Hawaii this like a few months ago, those things were treacherous. And so like I was out on a paddleboard and uh they said, Oh, do it tandem because your son's twelve and you know And being on a paddleboard with my son was death defying.
0: (laughs) 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 How long is it about 15 feet or so?
1: It was a 15 foot board, but we, we went out and then as we tried to get back, we realized that no the ocean wanted us further out <laughs> so it took us further out
2: oh boy and then
1: and then Bryce was like oh i think i can stand up and i was like i don't think so and then like he stood up and i and i was like i'm not going to stand up but when there's two of you guys trying to balance on a board uh, and and you have a twelve year old who doesn't listen to you even in regular life, you know when life is on the line. You know it's like, don't do that. And then he's like, we're in the water like the whole time. And then then we're trying to get back to the to the to the beach, and it was death defying. It was like, and and then you know you're with your son, and he he's not worried at all. But you're just trying not to show <laughs> how <laughs> concerned you are. Right, him. I know exactly
2: what you mean, man. <laughs>
0: And there's no coral
2: to fear. Oh, yeah.
0: Exactly. (laughs) You don't have to like get washed up along a coral reef and like come up like skinned alive or something.
2: Hawaii was the only place I got. I actually stood up is the only place. Oh, okay. The guy goes, when I count to four, stand up. And that's what I did. And it worked. (laughs) And you were up. <laughs> i would assume susie was probably surfing okay yeah she was fine
0: yeah now did you guys rent it, or did you br- did she bring a board or what was that about rented
2: yeah rented yeah Wh- which island were you on that was i believe maui oh
1: nice yeah we were we, we, we did the lessons on maui as well yeah super super easy so that was that was fun
0: and then yeah we talked a lot about ted lasso uh ted you saw last week uh uh, the, the coach beard show, the
1: coach beard show. It was so out of sync with everything. And it was, so I was watching that on my treadmill. And this is one of the few times that Ann was on the elliptical next to me. I was like, we got a real gym here. There's two people working out at the same time. It's amazing. You know? <laughs> and I put Ted Lasso on because I started working out before her and she comes out and she didn't say anything about it, but. The Coach Beard episode is so weird and so not representative of the whole show. I was I was defending it the whole time.
0: He's a good hula hoop dancer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, he's a great rave
2: uh, participant.
1: You know what I mean? Now, Paul, have you seen have you seen Ted Lasso?
2: No, I only heard great things, though.
1: No, he doesn't have Apple TV Plus.
0: Oh, yeah. You said you just have Hulu or not just have Hulu, but you have Hulu there. Okay.
1: what do you have, Paul? Do you have Hulu, Netflix, Disney what else? Plus? Disney Plus for the yeah. for the baby. She doesn't even need it. Oh, okay, yeah.
2: And thanks to you, Ted. I, All the Marvel. Yeah, I went. I I went through the Marvel in <laughs> chronological order, timeline order.
1: Okay, awesome.
2: And honestly, it it was way better experience. Oh, it was um, it was actually good. Yeah,
1: it's amazing. Jim 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 yeah. did it recently too. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I recently finished timeline
0: order, and I agree. It was. Watching it in theatrical release, yeah, you're kind of lost at times. You're like, why is this that? And, you know, just whatever. And then timeline order, it's like it just starts popping and clicking and making sense. Making
1: sense. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Feige, hero genius that he is.
0: And what doesn't make sense always are the little buttons at the end because it's supposed to be for the next movie, but the next movie might have already been seen. Right. Or it's right. five movies down right. the, ro- the road, but otherwise <laughs> it, it's, it's on point.
1: Or the worst, the worst one of those was where they had Thanos at the one of the earlier ones, oh, and it's a different yeah. actor. It's not, you know.
0: Yeah, I had
2: no idea. I didn't even notice, <laughs> no. Ted. You shouldn't have told me. <laughs> okay, okay. Come on, sorry, spoiler no, I'm alert. Sorry to Watching the timeline <laughs> order, Civil War was was my favorite. Civil War. It just okay. All right. When it when it when they all hit, Spider Man came. It was okay. <laughs> I was I was hooked. I was hooked. I'll have to say
0: though, I didn't appreciate it when I first went through the, all the movies, but Ragnarok in timeline order. Uh. And then when Thor comes down with Led Zeppelin playing, <laughs> anytime that song comes on wherever we we are, anytime you hear Robert Plant like, you know, screaming, <laughs> I mean, we could be in a grocery store. The boys start like coming down with like hammers on each other. and I mean, they are just like in like go mode once that that, that song starts. Yeah, it's incredible. It's incredible.
1: Yeah. I mean, Civil War is amazing. Uh, Thor Ragnarok is is also amazing. My favorite part of Thor Ragnarok is that same scene where he's tied up. And he's slowly turning around and he's trying <laughs> yeah. to talk to that guy. And he's like, give it a minute. I'll spin around because that is a Taika Watiti shot. Like he, Taika Watiti wrote that. You know that he, you can see Taika Watiti in that where, where he's like, all right, we're going to give. The Marvel audience, this <laughs> pregnant pause where you have to wait for Thor to slowly spin around. Yeah, that was one of my
0: favorites. I mean, and, and it happens like right at, uh, off the rip, you know? Right at the yeah, beginning. amazing, yeah. amazing. <laughs> amazing. All right, so then uh, the main reason why yeah. we got Paul here tonight, though, All right, is uh, we untold. Go. <laughs> the untold reason, yes. Crimes and penalties. Yeah. So when I say the reason why why we got him here for this, he turned me on to it, what what would you say, Paul? About two, three weeks ago? Maybe three weeks ago, something like that.
2: Two weeks ago. It wasn't that long ago.
0: Yeah, two weeks ago. Yeah. So Paul tells me, he says, You gotta watch this 'cause I'm a you know, I, I grew up playing hockey, I'm a hockey fan. you know, I love mob movies. I know yeah. Ted loves mob movies. Yeah, yeah.
1: We we fell in love with that submarine movie. What was oh, that yeah. submarine documentary that we watched?
0: Oh, oh uh <laughs> Oh, it'll, oh, my God. He caught me off guard. It'll come back to me <laughs> anyway. Yeah. yeah. Would you like that with missiles or without <laughs> Odessa?
1: Oh, Odessa. yeah. Operation Odessa. 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 That's, that's, uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like the Russian mob and the guy plays <laughs> off like he's the cartel from. Yeah, I mean, it is. Yeah. All this, all this stuff. So. We thought, you know what? I work with Paul. He, we talk trailers. We talk the 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 podcast. We talk beer all the time. He turns me on to this. Uh-huh. It's like now it's now or never to have Paul on the show.
1: <laughs>
0: Yesterday, I brought I brought him the golden mic.
2: Oof, oof. <laughs> I come walk because every
0: once in a while we'll we'll like trade a beer at work or whatever and we work at a high school right, so you kind of right. have to like bring it incognito
2: that's what I thought at first I thought it was a beer I was like why is he <laughs> handing I, right in front of my classroom <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I hand him this bag and the mic is in there and he holds it up like like Simba <laughs> Simba yeah Simba, he holds it up. He's yeah. like, yes. <laughs> <I'm getting on. laughs> I said, Tomorrow night, man, you're on, you know? So he was all excited. So, yeah, I mean, untold crimes and penalties. Again, it, it has it all: it's hockey it's goon hockey for one (laughs) it's the mafia racketeering money laundering i mean the whole thing they're ghost payrolling you name it
2: what else
1: the basis of Uh, sopranos yeah yeah. oh the sopranos is is at the core of
2: it uh yeah mighty ducks wwe influence i mean here's this tony soprano buys buys a minor league team gives it to his son Who's 17 years old. Who's 17, by the way. Yeah. Right. Who's only watched um, <laughs> the Mighty Ducks in wrestling and just hires a whole bunch of characters. We're talking one-eyed Willie. We're talking <laughs> the guy that like, gets a, a photo of a guy in an orange prison outfit, puts him on the team. Like it, it just. It, <laughs> <laughs> who's then?
1: The Nigerian yeah, nightmare yeah, just because of his nickname. <laughs> I mean, a Nigerian hockey player. Like, where does that even
0: come from? You know? (laughs) And what I love, I love with uh, uh, Wingate, he goes through the montage of all the broken bones and and injuries he has, and he loses his finger. Like, it's just incredible nine broken noses two broken legs i, I mean it just goes on Exploded and discs. on and yeah. on about
2: L- loses a finger you'll pay it <laughs> hockey and his first signing a gretzky <laughs> but brent brent gretzky not winning but brent <laughs>
0: I mean yeah, Brent Gretzky. He needs a big name. No, he's a
1: showman. I mean it it, it makes complete sense that he was a promoter after that. He would become a, a boxing promoter, promoter right. because he was he was a promoter already. He was a promoter of hockey and and the kid had something. He you know, in the you know, at the I love the emotional ride that this this uh documentary takes you on cuz at first you think right. how awful this is and how you know how you could never be with these people and then it endears you to them and you have this moment of of connection with all these people because they show up as vulnerable Familiar, people all of you know, like win, win, what's his name Wingate when Wind, wingate like break he, he yeah. broke his leg like on the ice and and he's laying there and when they take it to that team two years later yeah. <laughs> you're with them you know <laughs> you're with the one oh what one oh one oh o- twos you know like i felt like an honorary a trasher one o two whatever that section oh section called. 102 <laughs> and it was and it was and then by the end all these guys that you are like the tough guys yeah. they're crying. Yeah. They're crying because they are seeing people that they haven't seen in 10 years. And they're like, they're just human. You know what I mean? And it's like, it is this stripping down of humanity that is just a phenomenal thing. And I, and I watched this this week cause you know, Jimmy brought it to me. We, we were talking about it, you know, a little bit in our, in our green room. And, uh, and I was like, yeah, this is amazing. But, it had that humanity thing at the end that just that just wraps it all up and makes you think about it for days on on end afterwards. And I started I started uh in our little family chat chat here, I was like, Money puck.
2: Which, <laughs> there, here's all the other titles i put Go- on Goonfellas with fellas. Goon
1: fe- Goonfellas. Yeah. Goonfellas, I think, is one of my Goon fe- Goonfellas.
2: That's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> it's
0: perfect. <laughs> it should have been untold col Goon yeah. Goonfellas. Yeah. Goonfellas. <laughs>
1: Bad Brad Hunting. No, Bad Brad Hunting. Let me make no. a quick okay.
0: correction though. It's Wingfield and not Wing Gate. Wingfield. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Wingfield. Yeah. Don't
2: we don't want we don't want to upset him. Goonfellas, when the puck drops, drop your gloves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Goonfellas, Colon. When the puck drops, drop your gloves. I mean, how great was that? The guy he gets a call. And he, he gets a call. Yeah, the cell phone. As soon as the puck drops. And that that just it started the whole thing it was incredible but there there's such a what
1: would you say paul familia you know what i mean like
2: yeah totally
1: he he got his legs broken and 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 this this crime boss basically goes to jail for that guy you know what he goes yeah. i felt like it was yeah, the no right snitching. thing to do that's the number <laughs> one rule. no snitching
0: <laughs> yeah we have a hockey team an organization of say 20 people or whatever this is who's your favorite character in this whole in this whole group um go first uh uh, uh, okay while you guys think i'll go first
1: who yeah who's yours i
0: like tommy t-bone pompicello (laughs) (laughs) only equipment manager to get suspended and he's checking 12 year olds i'm checking because you know cocaine's <laughs> oh, yeah. an amazing drug <laughs> <laughs> i mean and even that guy at the end he's crying because he's like jimmy galanti he did his time
2: yeah oh yeah oh yeah
0: he did it like a man he did it like a trasher a man
2: He did
0: it like a <laughs> trasher Oh, uh, but I mean, it like it, it the, the documentary just broke them down to like their, their, their human form. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it stripped away the tough guy. It stripped away the mob. I like the, uh, the, the brothers
2: that, uh, one guy wouldn't let him tell the story and he just got upset. Like I could just picture me and my brother doing the same thing.
1: Oh. <laughs> It was the perfect way to end the end walked it, off, end it yeah, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? He walked off. He's like, "I'm no, not doing what do this you have anymore." To say? <laughs>
0: <laughs> he kept interrupting him. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> and the funny thing is, the brothers were like throughout the whole thing, like they were on the same line. Right. Like they always knew where the other guy was. <laughs> the one guy's dishing it to the other guy for the one timer goal. I mean, it was like, yeah, it was just brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And the reason he's interrupting him is because he knows what he's gonna right, say. Right. The twins are excited. Out loud. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like when I interrupt my wife at a party. It's because I know what she's gonna say. Cause I'm gonna finish the story and it's gonna be great. Cause we're like handing it off back and forth. Sometimes she goes for it, sometimes she doesn't. But you know, I try. Sometimes she hands it off, you fumble. Oh. <laughs> I like I like the the commissioner. Yes. Yeah, he's good. So it's kind of a stretch he was he, you know for i did not expect him yeah. to go down the path that he went he came around to become like an yeah. honorary 102 and then for the the section to let him in and and him to be like him to go from like just this the i mean it was so cinematic the way that he went from being their opposition to then being in their camp you know what he I mean? honored the coat <laughs> right <laughs>
0: No snitching. Yeah, (laughs) I know it was. It was really a well done, well written, well played out documentary of this hockey team. That was what? Three years, I think. Two. Never heard of them. Two years. Two years. Yeah.
1: Two years. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Came and went, you know, and Paul, like one of the things that I love about it, though, is you're from there you were in college there like the whole thing and you never even heard of them
2: i never heard of them yeah i was i was in new haven in college and they were you know right down the road they had no idea I had no idea oh. i was too into basketball <laughs> my detroit pistons were really good so uh i had that going but i i did some did some research the galante guy paid uh half a million for the team right and then and then he paid 1.5 million to expand the arena from 750 seed to 3000 and his payroll, I don't know how accurate this is, his payroll was 700 750,000 <laughs> and the league cap is only 275. So he, this guy was way above <laughs> what everybody else was paying for a minor league hockey team.
0: And that's how he got rep. You know, because he's paying these guys cash. He's dropping 10 grand (laughs) at a pop in cash and, you know, ghost payrolling. And what I love, though, is Rupp wins the Stanley Cup. He has the game winning (laughs) Stanley Cup goal, right? Nobody knows him for the game winning Stanley (laughs) Cup goal, but they know him as a trasher. I mean, that's amazing.
1: Yeah, he's doing color commentary, right? And he's and he's still he's still known for that. That's amazing.
2: The Trashers, just just the name, the Trashers. I mean, to come up with <laughs> you're calling yourself the Trashers, they needed that bad boy image. They loved it. They went with it. These kinds of stories. Fiction can't
0: be written like it has to come out of a real story because you can't write this stuff.
1: It it follows this long legacy. We talked about, you know, Operation Odessa before this. I think McMillions McMillions is one. Yeah, that's another one of these larger than life characters that you just have to Tiger King, Tiger King. Yeah, you just have to capture them on film. And if they're alive, you just got to get them in front of the camera because they'll do what they do. <laughs> you know what I mean that well. Well and, and
0: and mcmillions that was that yeah. was the FBI agent chasing down people right. on the beach because they're stealing <laughs> his big check. <laughs> <laughs> and even the St. Clairs, those fans, the woman in the Ah, it's so weird. The woman who is the in, she yeah, wore the yeah, goalie yeah. equipment in the wheelchair. Right, right. Driving around the ice. <laughs>
2: It's great. Yeah. How many owners punch a referee? <laughs> <laughs> Just the
1: one. Just the one. You know, and even like Winf- Wingfield said, you
0: know, he didn't have to do it, but it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I know that was one of the the one of my favorite of the year so far As you know, of, of things oh, yeah. I've been watching. Amazing. It was it was so good. I watched it twice. Oh, good. Yeah, I think we covered it. I had a, a light watching week. Really, it was pretty much Ted Lasso, what we do in the shadows what and uh, an extra viewing of Untold. You know, I do want to see a number of the other Untolds, though, because there's like a tennis one and stuff. They look like they're, they, they're probably pretty good.
1: Yeah, looks like looks like a good series. Um, I will say there's one other show, and I am Disney Disney guy, so I gotta say my Disney Plus show. Uh, I'm we're watching as a family Doogie Kamaloha.
0: Doogie Kamaloha,
1: and it's like a Doogie Hauser reimagined in Hawaii, in Hawaii, with a Hawaiian 16 year old girl as playing the the a genius doctor, genius surgeon doctor, uh, played by the actress from Andy Mac. So it's kind of uh, Peyton Elizabeth Lee and it's really just a fun family TV show and it's shot it you know a lot of it's in Hawaii and since you know I don't know Paul Paul have you gone to Hawaii a lot with with Susie surfing and stuff or do you just a handful of times because we've only gone once as a family and we went two months ago and already like we watch a show like this and we're like how do we go back how do we how do we go back
2: (laughs) Yeah, I've been to a lot of the islands. Uh, we usually, Susie's family go uh, every other year or so or every year. Uh, we went to Maui a bunch of times, Kauai. Oh, okay. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, Oahu. What's your favorite? Maui. I like
1: Maui. Maui.
0: I've been to Kauai and Oahu. Uh, Kauai was awesome. But that was—we were there for our honeymoon in 2006. We have not been back. I'd like to go to Maui and especially the Big Island too, because i I hear like every island is different than every other island. It's so different, yeah.
1: Every island is different, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's a great—it's a great place. Nice.
1: I think—I think we found a spot in Poipu, but it was for next week. Yeah. And. And our kids were like, oh, let's go. Let's go. I'm like, you have school next week. We have to find something where there's no school or something. And they're like, we can do school from from there. You know, I'm like, no, you can't. I can work from there, but you can't do school from there. You know, that'd be great. But the airlines are really expensive. You know, like
0: a last minute flight to Hawaii.
1: Sometimes they're sometimes they're cheap. If you if you're not picky about it,
0: that's true. You could if they're trying to fill planes or something. Yeah, yeah, you could do that. You know but
2: the problem right now is getting an Uber, getting, um, you know, reservations.
1: Oh, yeah. The car was the most expensive thing there.
2: Oh, uh, last time I went to Kauai, you guys know um, Ken Marino. Yeah, he's like this uh, comedian. Yeah, yeah, he was he was like a couple couple ahead of us in line.
1: No way, that's awesome.
2: And there was a there, there was a huge yeah, there was a huge line. Did you did you talk to him? No, like we kind of looked at each other. Like I I knew who he was. He kind of I didn't want to. He was with his son. I didn't want to bother him. Right, right, right. But they 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 ring the bell for the next person to go up. And this was, it was his turn. He sprinted. He's like, <laughs> you know, try to make everybody laugh. He, he was great. He was. <laughs> great. <laughs> no.
1: So I rented to Ken Marino in, uh, in, in Starbucks in Burbank. I don't know. kidding Look at this. The Ken Marino stories. <laughs> no. And it was, and it was awesome. And I was, and I was like, uh, yeah, I, I loved you. I love you and all the stuff you do. Uh, What's the party Party down I was like party down Party down It's amazing, down, yeah, it's it's so amazing. Uh, Everything you do is amazing I was like What are you up to right now And he's like Oh I'm directing I'm directing my wife In uh, this dog A dog movie He talked about the dog movie And he was super personable And he was like And he was like And I was like Can I get a picture with you uh-huh. And I was like nervous And I got a <laughs> selfie with him But I'm like Shaky It's a shitty selfie <laughs> like, Fuck I got a blurry selfie With Ken yeah. Marino But he But he stood there Waiting, waiting for his coffee With me me you know very cool <laughs> you're shooting the shit you know so
2: so a lot of a lot i oh he looks like a great guy
1: he's a great guy and a lot of a lot i run into a lot of stars in this burbank starbucks and half of them are just like right. no thank you no thank you i don't have makeup <laughs> on and i'm like fuck you i don't i don't, I don't care <laughs> if you have makeup on it i just want to chat with you like come on you're cool and famous so please <laughs> So I will say Mila Jovovich and and Ken Marino, oh, nice. the two coolest people Funny. I've run into at that at that Starbucks. So I
0: can say I don't run into many people here in Lompok. Yeah. <laughs>
1: true. <laughs> I haven't been to that Starbucks in two years. Come on, that's now. true. You've been working from home. <laughs>
0: yeah, being productive from home, building Air Tables.
1: That's right, Air Table. <laughs> Paul, what, Paul, what, Paul, what do you do at, 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 school there with Jim?
2: Uh, yeah, I'm a special ed teacher. I, I teach mostly social studies Awesome um, with the kids. So yeah, I was also, I was coaching basketball and volleyball for a little bit, but that's awesome. Not with the baby anymore. But. Paul's classroom is like
0: right across the quad from my office. So like when I walk out my office, I can see his classroom. Oh, nice. And uh, some mornings I peek out, his door's shut. I'm like, oh, he's not here yet. And then I peek out, his door's open. I'm like, oh, okay, I got to go see what he thought about last week's show. <laughs> and then he says, and then he'll say, oh, yeah, it was an hour 20. I still have 20 minutes to go. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and Jim's also my psychologist, so I use my personal sometimes too. <laughs> <laughs> so it works yeah. out. Yeah, he comes yeah. over. It's we'll have a session. Jim's,
1: Jim's pro bono work, right?
0: <laughs> you know, and and uh, you know, I gotta say though. Paul has given uh, a number of beers.
1: Oh, good! Yes, he is a show contributor.
0: You know, to the show, I reviewed a beer that he gave a couple weeks ago. It was a pale ale. It was yeah. extremely good. In the in the spirit of untold <laughs> crimes and penalties, uh, pay to play works in these parts. <laughs> so anybody who wants yeah. to like deliver some beers our way, you know, we'll have you on the show and. And uh, yeah, we are not afraid of uh, pay-to-play uh, antics
2: here. <laughs> so
1: we ha- we have no competition that we're we're vying for that uh, precludes us from accepting gifts. I
2: mean, yeah this this podcast has so much potential. Yeah, so exactly. many sponsors should be here. So many breweries and man, <laughs> actors should be coming calling in. Yeah, like this
1: streaming is, services and world? Apple. When Jim TV, told yeah. me about this,
2: I, I I thought it was genius. I, I mean, you're talking about trailers. There's no really genre out there in podcast world that you know is really breaking down trailers yeah
1: yeah and it's and it's a fountain it's a fountain that never ends like there's a stream of trailers that never end so it's amazing
2: ted pitches to
1: me like <laughs> talking about the future books about the future it
0: was it was uh the the friday it was the friday <laughs> after thanksgiving we're on this like wine winery crawl <laughs> And he said, uh, "He said we should do a podcast. We should do a futuristic podcast about futurism.
1: Futurism. And we'll do books. We'll read, we'll read uh, books, books about the future and then talk to authors.
0: Yeah. And I was against it because yeah. I'm yeah. like, I'm not reading a book a week about the future. Like, I can't. I can't. That's not sustainable to me. Right. I have a life. Right off the rip, I'm like, I'm done. <laughs>
1: uh, a couple wines a couple wineries later.
0: <laughs> I said to him, I said, "Ted, I got it. We review movie trailers. It's so good. They're two minutes." <laughs> Even if yeah, we never, yeah. we don't have to review movies. That th- Those are way too, too long. sustainable. A movie trailer. It's like two minutes. <laughs> and then we just talk about it. Yeah. And they keep coming out week after week after week.
2: Uh, so, Paul, how'd your beer finish? I'll get it again. Yeah. I'll definitely get it again. It was it was really good. Double IPA. Yes. Okay. Loved it. And, Ted, how about you? How'd your, your beer finish?
1: My beer finished as sweet as it started. It didn't get sweeter as it warmed. It didn't get sweeter, but the bitterness mellowed. So okay, that that juxtaposition was 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 nice, um, and yeah, no, it 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 finished, and yeah, ten point <laughs> five. Thank you. Yes, it was wonderful.
0: Yeah, I had a twelve-ouncer, so just a standard bottle, but uh, I think as it warmed, it got more mellow. Okay, and it got smoother and way less chocolatey like it's just it, it like it warmed to a point it became or or i got used to it i'm not sure but it warmed to the point where like the flavors blended to the to the extent that i couldn't really start picking out flavors anymore it was just this overall smoky stout that you would you would expect from a stout
1: yeah we often talk about that from going from one beer to another beer but we don't talk about the palate over time the how the palate is you know like batted down it's changing (laughs) it changes your palate over the course of an hour or so yeah the course of a beer yeah interesting that's a good point yeah i just want to say thank you to paul and i want to say paul you you are now a trailer junkie and and as when you are a trailer junkie you are a trailer junkie for
2: life so just know that's yours for life you can have that yeah we got uh trailer ted and junkie jim and podcast paul <laughs> we got the whole, we got, the whole thing <laughs> we got all done. There you go. Oh, oh. There you go. There you
1: go. Yeah, <laughs> TJP. That's right. <laughs>
2: this this has been an honor this is a great night i really appreciate uh you know having me on and uh looking forward to more episodes keep it up you guys are rock all right gentlemen
1: awesome thank you
2: we will see you for episode 172 so
1: yeah all right
0: all right paul hey thanks a lot man it was a lot of fun thank you I had a good time thank you out
1: all right bye Next week, join Jim and Ted as they disarm another Hollywood bomb or marketing masterpiece. Remember, the holy trinity of podcasting. Subscribe, like, share. Special thanks to Jeremy Kent Jackson for the voiceover and Rogelio for the music.